0: You're listening to the second season of The Study Podcast with Dr. Paul Wegner on Genesis. I'm your host, Tyler Sanders, and I'm here with Dr. Paul Wegner, who's gonna give us the Hebrew word of the day as we
1: talk about the Tower of Babel. Yeah, and as you would expect, I'm gonna have that. Uh, Babel here <laughs> for the our Hebrew word. And yeah, you have two words highlighted here on the screen. Yeah, the first one is the name Babel. Uh huh. The second one is the verb to confuse. Yeah, Bilal. And, and it, we were talking earlier about yeah. how the how uh, the first one has the two base, the first two yeah. f- root radicals uh-huh. duplicated. The second one has the second two. Yeah. And it's common in a verb to reduplicate to duplicate the yeah. second two. I've never seen the first two duplicated yeah so it seems like it's purposefully you know made the first word a, a noun differently than how the verb took place yeah yeah but but they seem
0: to be kind of related in a in a way uh, and this one's different. certainly yeah. yeah
1: yeah so balal means to babble to mix to confuse yeah and that word babble I'm not sure that it's a uh, Uh, you know, it's become an English word, but I think Mm. it's become an English word because what we have here. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, we have it in Genesis 11, 9, where, and therefore the name was called Babel because there the Lord confused. So, the first one is Mm. Babel, the second one is confused. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The languages of the whole earth. Okay. Yeah. This occurs three times in the Old Testament. Okay. And the first, first one is right before this passage, mm-hmm. come, let us go down there and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Uh-huh. So that's, that's the setup. Yeah. That's, yep. Yeah, that's the one in verse 11, or uh, seven. Verse seven. yeah. Then in verse nine has the one we just talked about. And then Hosea uses that same word uh, in, in 7, 8, which says Ephraim mixes itself with the nations. Ephraim has become a cake, not turned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mixing of the idea, the yeah. babbling or confusing. Yeah. So it's the same range of meanings, but it's a totally different context. Completely, yeah. That's yeah. that's really fascinating that the yeah. word has that ability or that flexibility to
0: go from speaking about confused language yeah. to... You know something, this big picture of like a nation, you yeah, know, Ephraim mixing with other nations, and whatever.
1: remember what's happening here—they're mixing into Baal worship yeah. and all these other nations that had yeah. other gods. So and so, this is really bad for them. But yeah. but both contexts are really bad, right? Because yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So is, uh, is
0: that true necessarily just in the word itself, or is, are we really getting that mainly from the context?
1: Probably from the context. Okay. Yeah, the the word of itself means it to really mix. is
0: just a mixing kind yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah that's yeah, fascinating okay okay now there's one other thing you wanted to mention oh i did uh, i did in, in genesis
0: yeah. eleven seven, we have the word us come let us go down which yeah. i think
1: we've talked about uh,
0: in previous episodes probably uh in the very first two or three episodes yeah you know, uh, of you know same thing we have like this kind of plural
1: Yep but who are we talking about and it's a real difficult um, concept yeah um, I've actually argued that it's the plural, it's a plural of uh, talking about the um, plural of the Godhead yeah the, the uh, heavenly court heavenly court kind of thing yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's multiple things but the the one that I think yeah. makes the most sense is that the angels are coming down with him right. to see what they were because they were doing conceptually at this point they were thinking of God as one uh, yes you know yeah. And then when it says, "Come, let us go down there and confuse their language," it's also kind of funny because in that passage Mm. uh, in chapter eleven, they're trying to build this tower that's reaching up into heaven, and God has to come down to even see it. It sounds like, so I think it's like a joke. Yeah, that's true. That's good. (laughs) All right, now this is kind of interesting. We've got the table of nations in chapter ten, okay, and which is pretty much divided between uh, Japheth's line, Mm -hmm. then we have uh, Ham's line, and then we have uh, Seth. And it's pretty clear, they're divided up. And at the end of each one of them, it actually mentions, uh, well, here, let me show you. It actually mentions that uh, from these, the coastlands of the nations were separated into lands, everyone according to his language. And then after uh, Ham's, it says very same, according to their languages. And after Shem's, it says that. So we're getting the genealogies. And then the
0: each genealogy ends with some kind of statement that like yeah, and this this group of
1: people went to their own place, spoke their own way, kind of did their own thing. Yeah, what's interesting is God. It, we haven't got to chapter eleven yet, yeah. which means at at chapter eleven they're gonna babble the, la- God's going to yeah, babble yeah. the language. He's going to confuse the languages. So right. it sounds like what's happened is that God wa- or the author wanted to make sure that these genealogies were contained and kept in there. Yeah. And then it is going to go back and put chapter 11, which talks about the Tower of Babel where God uh, yeah. confuses the languages and sends them out. So is 11 then functioning as an explanation of that?
0: Those uh, three statements in 10 of like, yeah. you have these three genealogies yeah. and yeah these three lines go their separate ways kind of. Yeah. And the Tower of Babel is kind of an explanation of how that
1: happened. Yeah, probably. What I would actually argue also, it's out of chronological order. Mm. So the Tower of Babel probably happens sometime in chronology during the time of those those genealogies. genealogies. Yeah, and it didn't want to break them up to to put that story in. Okay. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah. Now let me just go back. Was there? Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about this yeah. line of uh, the Shem's. Shem's line. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. So it's it's got our Pod, then Sheila, Eber, and then you've got Peleg, and at Peleg. This time we're uh, in chapter ten. We're going to go down to Jocton, uh-huh. and it goes down to basically the family line, and then just stops. Yeah. On um, when we get to chapter eleven, it has the same people gets to Peleg, and now it goes through another Different. line of that yeah. of another son, and now we're going to do Rue, and it's going to get us down to uh, uh, Terah, and then to Abraham. Yeah. So it's I think it's really interesting. You can see that it means. Uh, there's a division here. Yeah, yeah. The one the one side is not going to be the chosen one, this next one is. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. And I think peleg even means to divide. Yeah. Because it it'll say, and I think it's in verse twenty five, it says, and at this point the the world was divided or something like that. Uh, and it doesn't really explain what it means. Yeah, yeah. But if you see this, it might mean that Here's the one line going yeah. in one direction, but this is the line God's going to follow. Yeah. So maybe it's it's getting that even. It's pretty
0: fascinating. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to see, you know, that this is where... I mean, I, I think, obviously, when you read the rest of Genesis, Abram's the most important, yeah. you know, next step. You know, in God's plan, kind yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay, so in Genesis, oh, here's where it is. Genesis 10 uh, 32 uh, two says, These are the families of the Eli- sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, by their nations. Out of these, the nations were separated uh, on the earth after the flood. So mm-hmm. there's that word separated. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I thought, oh, that's interesting. It doesn't really tell you what it means, but it showed yeah. you almost up earlier, I think. Yeah. <laughs> then we got Genesis 11. So now we're at the Tower of Babel. So Genesis 11, 1 now the whole earth used the same language and the same words, mm-hmm. and it came about as they journeyed east that they, were found, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, come let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they used bricks for stone and they used tar for mortar. All of those fit really well. Well, let's read the next one. Then we'll, I want to okay. show you some things. So verse and, four. Yeah. And they said, come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven. And and let us make for ourselves a name, lest we be scattered abroad over the surface or over the face of the whole earth. Now, now, that's
0: interesting. We're yeah. Set up right there. Yeah. We
1: need a name or else we're going to be scattered. Yep. And uh, let me read just a little more. And the Lord came down to see this city. And remember, we talked uh-huh. about that almost yeah. being like a joke. Right. Because, you know, they wanted to make They're a tower to to so him. big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the tower which the sons of, of men had built. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people and all, and all have the same language. And this is what they began to do. And so nothing will be, uh, which they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Hmm. If you think about it, that's quite a statement. Yeah. So, so God has to, you know, it'd be great if they... If they did all good things, and so that they did yeah, yeah, yeah. some amazingly good things. But you know, they're going to also do really right. bad things. And so God has to separate them. Come now, let us go down there and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. I don't know if you've ever been in a foreign country, and when you I have, yeah, and 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 when you hear them talking another language, I, I remember we were in Paris one time, and it felt like they were talking about you. Sure, you, right, right. You never know what they're saying, but yeah. but you're always wondering, well. What are they saying? Are they talking about the the Americans that are there? Right, 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 right. (laughs) Anyway, so verse 8, And the Lord scattered them abroad over the surface of the whole earth, and they stopped building the city. So it actually worked just like God had planned, Mm -hmm. okay? Therefore, its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language uh, of the whole earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the uh, surface of of the whole earth. Yeah, just what they wanted not to happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So once again, God steps into history to restrict sin. And I think that's what this whole chapter is about. Yeah, um, And I assume that means, you know, this is the second time he stepped in for the flood. Then he stepped in oh, here. Sure, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm, thinking, man, it seems really important for him to get Abraham here. And I think mm. that must be what's going on. He's got to keep him at least somewhat um, not wicked to, yeah. to bring his people in here. Until we get to Abraham and yeah. the covenant and yeah. kind of move forward. So it seems kind of interesting. Huh. Okay. But the latter part of the chapter indicates that God's going to use Shem's line through Peleg to mm-hmm. bring about Abraham through, to whom he's going to bring the deliverance to mankind. So it's kind of interesting how the plan goes. Yeah. Things like, it Okay. The Tower of Babel is located in the land of Shinar. So I've got a picture of here where Shinar is. And Shinar is kind of to. It says they traveled to the east, um, but if you look, it's actually more southeast. But that's probably yeah close enough for them. Yeah, uh, it says they made bricks and uh, uh, They made bricks and pitch for which they. Uh, both of those are plentiful in Babylon. Notice it doesn't say stones because yeah. that's usually what they built with. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But in the Mesopotamian Valley, there are no stones. It's all kind of mud. Yeah. So so they're using the very things that they've got. Yeah. Uh, Their understanding of the heavens would allow them to think that they could actually get up, talk to the gods. Uh, Let me Mm. show you this. See, this, this is kind of a picture of what they, they think it is. Yeah, is. Um, they've got heaven up there on top where the kind gods on the are. dome almost. Yeah, it, it, that firmament. And they even oh, use that word yeah, firmament yeah, yeah. is, yeah. Uh, I think we've talked about this, is the idea of a hard surface. Yeah. Um, but it's more how it functions and how it is formed. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. All right. So they think it's a hard thing uh, holding up the heavens. And then you can see the mountains. The mountains are probably what holds the firmament up. Mm. And then we got the earth there. And then we've got what are called the foundations of the earth. So they actually understood that there would be probably rock formations that would hold the earth up. Interesting. And then um, Sheol is a place underneath, usually they, they consider right. it. And yeah. then we know that they talk about the waters under the earth mm. so that they know that there's you know, some kind of water there, a watery mass, too. Interesting. Yeah. So if they have this concept of heaven... Oh, I, I wanted to see this one in Malachi. Bring me the whole tithe into the storehouse so that they may uh, there may be food in my house. And test me and know this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven. Mm. So that idea of windows of heaven... See, yeah, that would yeah. make sense if they understood this firmament as hard right. with windows in it. Right. Other places talk about opening the windows so that the hail and snow can come down. Yeah. So it makes, it makes sense in their understanding. Yeah, I mean, and why they would ask for rain from a God that lives above them. Yeah. Like they would have control of that. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that would be helpful. Mm. Now, Babel in Babylonian means gate of God. That's interesting. Yeah, it doesn't mean to babble at all. So yeah. it's something very positive in yeah, Babylonian. Yeah. It's something in the biblical text that's very bad. Right. <laughs> but in Genesis 11 9, it says it came in what we call popular etymology to mean to confuse or babble the languages. And I'm I thinking what that means is is almost the, our word babble probably has come from this biblical passage. Yeah. And it, we've. Build our English language around that. So strange. Yeah. It's amazing how that happens. Yeah, and
0: how things kind of shift and stuff. I mean, yeah. I would almost—it's probably not quite as, quite as clear. But it, I, I feel like we we probably see that even in like the word Samaritan.
1: Oh, maybe They're, like yeah. in,
0: in English when you say a good Samaritan, you don't really think of a person from Samaria. <laughs> That's even right. It means someone who's like, yeah, does something good that like you don't. Yeah, you haven't earned. Someone just helps you with something or whatever. But think
1: about it, that's almost for sure where that came from is the yeah, biblical yeah, passage yeah, that right, means that. Right, right. Yeah, um, the tower was probably a ziggurat, uh, which is a multi story tower with yeah. a temple on top. I believe that term came up when we talked about the flood. It probably did, right? Yeah. Wasn't that another oh, yeah. one of the ideas of, of a uh, what the arch is arc essentially have been shaped like? Yeah, yeah. Not
0: the biblical ark, but the ark from uh, yeah. the story of the boat from. Which culture would that have been?
1: Was it Babylonian? Ba- uh, Sumarian, probably Sumerian, probably even before that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's inter- uh, there's an interesting story from the ancient Near East where uh, Babylon was built and it contained a tower that reached into the Apsu, oh, which would be heavens. So, hmm. yeah, so it is interesting. Yeah. This is actually, there's actually a tower or a, a ziggurat in hmm. Babylon, and this is pretty much what it looks like today. Wow. Yeah. So it, it, it would make sense for them to have something like a, um, uh, a, a temple up on top yeah. so they could communicate with the gods mm-hmm. and maybe even have a place where the gods could come and talk to them. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it would make sense. All right. They thought that they could reach into heaven and God says that he has to come down to seize the small thing that they're making. So I think that's funny. Um, they separated by the language, which should have the natural effect of causing them to not trust each other. And so it yeah. went perfectly from what God was thinking. So God's plan worked. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, now we're going from Shem's line. We're working our way through. See, we got to Peleg, and now we're at Rue. And uh-huh. now we're working our way down to Abraham. Yeah. Remember, I told you that Abraham was not the oldest son. Yeah. And yet he's the first son here. Right. Um, we can do that because we know when Terah died. He died at, at 205. Uh-huh. We also know Abraham's age when he came out of Haran. He was 75. And okay. uh, and Terah dies in Haran. So oh. we know it's very close to yeah. that time. Yeah. That means there's 130 years between the children. Mm. And, and Terah started having children when he was oh, uh, it took the 30, it, there's 70 years from the 205 to the, um, uh, and then minus the 75. So he's got oh, yeah, 130 yeah. years. Yeah. So that means that he started having children when he's about 70. Yeah. So, and, and so he was, we know that Abraham wasn't the first one. Yeah. So. Now this is kind of interesting. I, I, maybe you could tell me a little bit more about this. Cause I think the assumption
0: is yeah. firstborn son yeah. Always, right? Yeah, but it seems like in Genesis that's not happening. It often there's doesn't happen. A lot happen, of problems with the first son, or yeah. like something goes yeah. awry, and so there's this. Well,
1: what's happening with that? Do you know well, why that's happening? My, I think this is actually before you get to the biblical passages that talk about the firstborn son. Mm. So I wonder if this is preceding that. Though I think, I think there so was, wouldn't it maybe been a value or something. I think there was probably always. I think it's kind of natural for your first son to be Mm. thought of as the most important and stuff like that, or, you know, who carry on your line and stuff like that. I mean, cross-culturally, that seems pretty true in a lot of ways. So I think what happened is it was probably a common understanding before this, but it's not till the biblical text where you start actually getting that codified almost. Yeah. Where then at that point, you've got a son that gets two-thirds of the inheritance, the blessing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that becomes later after this, probably. I
0: just always thought that's fascinating in Genesis. Yeah. It
1: doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah. You know? And that's probably important because God's choosing all the way through. Yeah. So you've got Esau and Jacob. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. 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 So I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So now we've got that. Abraham's not the oldest, but he's very important. So here's our conclusions. Yeah. Genesis 10 and 11 appear to be out of chronological order. And I think... That makes sense because you've got that genealogy you want to keep together mm-hmm. then you've got the story of how the l- language is divided so yeah. i think that actually makes a lot of sense yeah then.
0: i mean is it possible that uh it's happening inside some point in that genealogy essentially yeah. oh yeah like, i think like that's I that's kind of so. what it's yeah. yeah so during the time of of from the uh, beginning to the end of that genealogy yeah sometime in there, in there it was happening yeah yeah that's that's totally logical
1: then the tower of uh, the tower appears to be a ziggurat because that's what they would have understand understood yeah. and it makes sense to them. And that would have been built of bricks. Yeah, yeah, which fits the context really yeah. well because they would have had mud bricks. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have had uh, stone and stuff like that. Yeah. And then God appears to have a uh, to uh, appeared to curtail sin a second time. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. We haven't got to Abraham yet, where he's going to cho- choose a line. Yeah, but we need to have. God continued to keep it curtailed. And it, it's <laughs> interesting
0: because I feel like it's a little more explicit in the flood story yeah. of like, you know, things are really bad. It's yeah. a little more implicit in this one, I think. Yeah. There's like a sense of men can kind of accomplish anything. Yeah. And like there's hints, but it doesn't always seem like it doesn't seem like God just comes out and says like, And that was bad or that was sin or whatever. But his response seems to indicate that that was a
1: problem, right? And by them, them thinking that they could go up to heaven and... Sure, yeah. I actually think that that was probably a lot more devious than what we think. Mm. Because if they were going to go up to heaven, then they could get gods to, to communicate with them. And then they could... Control history, right, so I'm right. assuming that it's a lot more devious yeah, than yeah. We, we would think, and yeah. so, so that's why it's probably put in the same category yeah, yeah. as the flood. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the genealogies lead down to Abraham. Yep, and that makes it pretty clear. Yeah. It appears that they think that they can get into heaven to manipulate the gods. I mm. think that's what they think they can do. Yeah, that's the big problem. Yeah, and then God handles the situation very well. Mankind did exactly as God had planned. By mm. by changing their languages, that would be normal that they would then separate and right. and not trust each other. and yeah. So it would certainly slow down any development that would have happened mm. in both positive and negative things.
0: Now, do you think that's kind of what they were... What mankind was, well, is it verse four? I think where it says, like, we have to kind of, we need a name so we can stay together. Yeah. Is it so that they can get more done? There's kind of a recognition there of like, we can accomplish yeah. all these things that we put our mind to or whatever.
1: It might be. And it, but I, I think it's even there, it's probably a little more devious because if they can get up into heaven yeah, yeah. and get the gods on their side, yeah, then they could actually get, uh, they'd be so powerful because we see that that
0: they yeah. want to mankind wants to
1: stay yeah yeah together, together. Yeah. yeah okay yeah. and that makes sense yeah oh i think i think that's it that's it yeah great passage it is very interesting very, things in it
0: yeah yeah it's kind of a strange passage in a lot of ways but it's <laughs> it's, it's it, I think there's a lot of very interesting things in there that you brought out.
1: I, I think if we understand also that God is a second time slowing yeah. down sin, yeah, that tells me He's a very gracious God. You know that that twice now He stepped into history to curtail their their uncontrolled wickedness, right? And it seems amazing to well, me. And I think that's an important. I think that's
0: an important thing you you brought out was that we need to see this kind of in light of the flood, yeah, and you know how God steps in it's probably useful to see how it's different from other, uh, you know, ancient Near East stories of how gods would step in and stuff like that to see how different yeah, the God is, you know. Right. But yeah, great passage, super interesting. <laughs> yeah. So what what's uh, what's our next topic? We're going to get into Abraham. I think
1: Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. Okay. That's probably the covenant because that's going to be yeah. a real important yeah. development from yeah. then on.
0: Okay. That sounds good. Well, thank you so much for your time. And uh, next week we'll get into
1: the covenant. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> bye bye.